0: You ever have stuff in your life that you own and you keep just because you own them already? You won't get rid of it just because you own it. And if you get rid of it, then you won't own it anymore, even though you never use it ever at all. But if you get rid of it, then there's no chance you'll ever use it in the future. So you might as well keep it just in case there's a chance in the future you're going to use it. Well, that's the endowment effect. Basically, kinda. Let's dive in. Let's talk about it. Anything and everything. Let's
1: discuss this calmly and rationally.
0: Come on in here. Let's talk about it. Wait, wait, wait. Let's discuss this. All right. What's up, guys? How's everyone doing today? My name is Jimmy. Sitting here. This is on Wednesday night, actually. I usually try to record these on Sunday, but I record two other podcasts on Sunday. So I'm podcast out. I'm getting pretty busy. So I think the deep dives are going to come whenever they come. The Yankees had a day game today, which makes my nights free, although I do have... Ice hockey tonight. Men's League ice hockey. I got a 10:45 game. How fucking ridiculous is that? I want to go up to the schedule maker of the league and be like, yo, 10:45 start is preposterous. We have jobs. And hockey isn't like your local softball field where you just go drive five minutes across town and play softball. There's like three rinks in the entire Bay Area. East Bay, at least. So, whatever. So, I'm getting podcast in. Talking about the Dowman effect, a little bit about my week first. Actually, I don't really have much about my week. I haven't been sleeping that well. No, I have been sleeping well. I don't know why I said that. That was kind of just like a thing to say. Been working, gotten some projects done. Yankees baseball is consuming my entire life. Trying to get a new job. That's my week. Nothing too exciting. Nothing uh, terrible. It's still hot here. Still hot in the Bay Area, in the East Bay, where I live. It's like 100 degrees still and my office doesn't use ac and i i rub ice cubes on my body like i have a cup full of ice cubes and then every now and then i just rub them all over my face because it's too hot by three o'clock i'm so hot that i just bow out i don't want to do shit it's miserable but anyway i didn't really have a topic so i tweeted out anyone google anything interesting anyone fall into the rabbit hole of google and read about anything that's interesting I actually got a good amount of replies like five topics first ones kid said the endowment effect which I'd never heard of before. It's one of those things where you're like, ah, yeah, that exists. I just didn't know how to name. The endowment effect is the hypothesis, the hypothesis, the hypothesis. I'm sorry. The endowment effect is the hypothesis that people ascribe more value to things merely because they own them. To me, I am a pack rat. I'm a sentimental sap. I keep everything, literally everything, I have a case of empty vanilla mints from Starbucks that I bought in 2005 in the glove compartment of my car because they were the first things I purchased after I got my car when I was 15 years old or 16 years old in 2005. Me and my buddy stopped at Starbucks. I I don't know what we got, but we also got mints. of vanilla mints we kept them in the glove compartment they ran out we just kept them in there forever i got a new car and i transferred everything from my glove compartment over and i looked at them and i was like should i throw these out and it's like "Eh, it's a memory so i put them in there and then i got a third car and i did the same thing i was like should i just throw this out it's just a fucking it's literally garbage it's an empty thing of mints it's a mint container metal mint container vanilla mints empty didn't throw it out figured hey i've had it this long might as well just keep on doing it. it's a keepsake it's in the glove compartment so what my glove compartment is filled up also have a mannequin hand from a hockey tournament in anaheim we went to a store my entire hockey team we bought matching outfits and one of the mannequins hands had fallen off and was just laying around the ground so we took that had a little fun with it during the tournament, went to the, I, like, walked around with it as if it was a prosthetic hand. I put, like, dollar bills in between the fingertips and paid with it, mannequin hand. Still have that in my glove compartment. That's a little different because that's pretty funny, actually. Like, the mints are garbage. A mannequin hand, that's a little bizarre and funny. One time I got pulled over, and the cop asked for my license and registration. I opened up the glove compartment. He saw a hand, and he put put his hand on his hip. He was like, what the fuck is that? I was like, oh, don't worry. It's just a mannequin hand. He's like, what? I was like, well, yeah, you're right. You're right to be worried and, and weirded out, officer. But, you know, grow the fuck up. you never seen a mannequin hand in a glove compartment before? Glove compartments are a great example of the endowment effect. You just keep shit. Even that um, Death Cab for Cutie song says it. The glove compartment isn't properly named because behind its door there's nothing to keep my fingers warm. All you'll find is memories of better times. Something like that. I'll play that right now. The
1: glove compartment.
0: Nice little song drop right there. Didn't even plan that. So yeah, the endowment effect. You just keep stuff. But there's also some experiments with the endowment effect that say it's not just sentimental. Basically like if you have a pillow and you lose that pillow and someone says you can buy this pillow for $10 and it's the same exact pillow you just had or someone says you can buy pillow you lost, the very one for $15, you'll spend the extra money to get your pillow back just because you owned it already. So you assign more value to it than a brand new pillow who has no owner, even though that's not sentimental, it's not like a blankie or a teddy bear. It's just a pillow. You will pay more to retain an item because you owned it once. There's all this information about how it like messes up markets. That's why a thrift store and garage sales and selling furniture, like the example I read was, say your grandma dies and you inherit this dresser and it doesn't go with your house. You don't really like it, but it's been in the family for 50 years. So to you personally, that is value. It's been in the family for 50 years. I'm not just going to sell it for 200 bucks. I need at least 600. Well, what if everyone did that? Whoever owned dressers, then the used dresser market is just being skyrocketed and inflated because everyone is assigning value to their own personal used dresser kind of makes sense and i totally understand it like you ever go haggle with someone at a garage sale it's like a classic tv scene or movie scene there's actually a boy meets world scene where they're having a garage sale and eric and cory are fighting and then they're like do you remember this all these good memories and i forget how it goes eric wants to get rid of everything and cory wants to save you're gonna sell that slide yeah why not Oh, we had a lot of fun on that sled. Yeah, we did. You think two bucks? (laughs) Yeah, two bucks. So that's one way it can change the economy is like the secondary market. Everything's going to get bumped up because you assign value to it. And if everyone is assigning value to everything that they personally own and trying to sell, it means everything's going to get marked up. It's also like heavily used in marketing. And I am a sucker to it all the time the program i used to make gifts on my computer offered a 30 day free trial so i got that i think i looked at like five different programs i googled like best gift making program for lack of a, what i actually googled and the there was one that said we offer a 30 day free trial so i got it for 30 days and then at the end of the 30 days your options are okay do i go back and find some of the others and use those to see how they compare or, well, fuck it. I already have this one. I already know how to use this one. This one's already on my computer. I'll just buy this one. I was a victim of the endowment effect. Those motherfuckers that snag it got me. It's the program I use. So free trials, free samples, I guess. Test drives for cars. That's a big reason because you get behind the car. You put your hands on the wheels, your feet on the pedal. It feels like your car. You go take it for a spin. You're like, this is mine. Then you want it i like, no, I don't want that make and model. I want that car that I just drove. Little story, when I was a teenager and I was trying to buy my first car, we went to a Jeep dealership. I really wanted a Grand Cherokee for some reason. So they had one Grand Cherokee in the lot and I was a 15-year-old kid and this guy, he was probably like low 20s now, but he was an adult to me at the time, took me for a test drive and I drove around and then, and then he got in it and he got in the car and he was like, all right, now we'll have some fun. And he just like sped around the parking lot and then went to this crazy place, pulled the e-brake, was doing donuts, going crazy fast. And I felt so bad because I was like, buddy, I know I'm a young teenage kid, but you are barking up the wrong tree, scaring the fuck out of me. I do not like this one bit. Please stop. And I'm not buying your car and I'm done dealing with you because you're crazy. I don't like driving fast. I don't like... uh I don't think doing donuts is fun. That guy was trying to endowment effect me like, hey, you had so much fun in this car. Why don't you put some value into it and then buy it? And I was like, nah, dude, I don't like you. So this also happens in sports, especially sports fan bases. So if any of you listen to the Yankee podcast and then you come over here with this, endowment effect is why people never want to get rid of prospects because they're theirs. People often in baseball will say he's ranked the 20th best prospect in the Yankee system As if that's a crazy good thing. If he's the 20th best prospect on your team, there's 30 teams in the league. Every team has 20 best prospects. So by saying he's the 20th best prospect in your system, that means he could be the 600th best prospect in all of MLB. It means nothing. But because he's yours, because he's on your team, you don't want to get rid of him. So they did like a test last year. They asked White Sox fans, would you trade Chris Sale for Xander Bogarts and Mookie Betts? All the White Sox fans voted no. No way in hell. That would never happen. You know, they posed the same two Red Sox fans. They all voted no. No way in hell. I would never trade Xander and Mookie Betts for Chris Sale. Those guys are our guys. Now, obviously, that trade happened different later on. But the point is, everyone likes what they have and overvalues it. Same with fantasy sports. I draft my team. And for some reason, for some dumb reason.
1: For some reason, for some
0: dumb reason. Could have been auto draft, but like they're on my roster. So I'm not going to get rid of them because just because they're on my team, I think like it's more like an loss aversion and embarrassment because it's like, Hey, I just invested in him. My, my brain said he's going to have a good year. So if I trade him and he has a good year, then I'm going against my brain. There's a fear of embarrassment, not getting full value for a good investment. So if like I make a good investment and draft a guy, then I trade him. What I trade better be the same value what I get back. Okay. So, endowment effect plays big in sports. You got to get over that. I mean, and I'm sentimental. So, I got to be a the biggest endowment effect sucker going. I think that's all I got. Rebates? Are rebates endowment effect? I think rebates are just playing on lazy people. Like, I'm not going to go go home, use this, and then do a lot of work to get some money back. That's just laziness. I don't think that's playing on endowment, but definitely the market plays on that and it makes a lot of sense. So something to look out for. Are they just trying to endowment affect you or are they really trying to help you out? They're not, no business is ever trying to actually help you out. They're trying to make money. No business at all. All right. Indulges, 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 indulges. That's the next section where I just talk about the movies and shows I watched over the course of the week. And, uh, if you should watch them and shit like that shows so 10 day gap here which means i watched a lot of stuff last week i told you i watched season one of broad church i watched season two it wasn't as good um it held up like i liked it It wasn't as good i watched a lot of movies i watched the hollers i watched house at the end of the street i watched dunkirk oh dunkirk was basically anxiety in a movie really interesting movie actually i'd love to do a I started a podcast, a movie podcast with two other guys that will be going out soon. I don't know if we're going to talk about Dunkirk, but Dunkirk's crazy. The way it's shot and written is really different is what I'll say. Like you, like, I don't know one single character's names. I don't think they say any of the characters' names ever. You don't know their background. You don't know their history. They all look the same because they want you to confuse them because that's, they want you to view the characters as soldiers reviewed in the war. One of many, all the same, no personal traits. England just saw them as soldiers, and the Germans just saw them as soldiers. So they don't want the viewer of the movie to see them as anything more. Just people, which they do a really good job of. And since you don't know about any of their background or history, all you know is what they're going through in the movie at that time, and it does a really good job of making you feel exactly what they're feeling, which is... Panic and scared it is crazy. There's a ticking clock the entire in the background of the entire movie. Tick, 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 tick. I liked it, but it's scary. Uh, the show Snowfall on FX. It's about the birth of crack cocaine in Los Angeles. There's three storylines. There's like the government getting the cocaine and bringing it into America, the U.S. government, the Mexican cartels getting it from the government, and selling it. And then the street-level guys pushing it on the streets of LA and turning it into crack cocaine, not just regular cocaine. That's kind of interesting. Um, it's an FX show. It just ended. The season just ended. I liked it a lot, actually. Stylized pretty cool. Story flowed well. I don't think it's going to... Some shows get larger than their network, like Walking Dead. Or what's an FX show that trans uh american horror story that's bigger than fx the network sons of Anarchy got bigger than fx the network i don't think snowfall is going to do that like i don't think it'll be nationally talked about but it's good it's over now you can binge it binging is always easier i'm going to start uh all right well that's enough shows i watched a lot more shows but that's all i'll talk about uh music wise i don't think there's any new music the national put out a new album uh i'm just gonna play this song at the end it's not a national song it's um by Nathaniel Rateliff. Their most popular song was like 2 years ago was Son of a bitch, pour me a drink. But this is like a 10-year-old song that I've just had stuck in my head and I've been hooked on for maybe a month now. Just my go-to falling asleep, hanging out. Another slow song, told you last time. I just I like slow music. So, if you don't like music, skip the end of the podcast cuz that's when I'm going to play music I like. This song is called You Should Have Seen the Other Guy. It's about a fight. Literally just about a fight. There's no deep meaning. There's no love. There's no anything. It's just a guy who gets his ass kicked and then just lays on the street, bruised and broken. Uh, one t- in one live performance, he says it's about his great-grandfather who froze to death. So maybe the, the, the guy dies at the end. I've only ever heard him say that in one live session, so I don't know if that's true. It's sung in like a really weird wi- rhythm. Uh, the first time I heard it, I was like, this is different. My favorite line, I think I'm going to say my favorite line before I play the songs maybe because I love lyrics. Uh, favorite line of this one. And them was big old boys had fists like cinder and stone. I dodge a blade on the dime and they was out to cut my throat. Again, there's no deep meaning to this song. Just a song about a fight. It's not even trying to be macho because it's about him getting his ass kicked. All right. Deep dive. Ended. Till next week. If anyone falls down a rabbit hole, of something interesting to Google and talk about, send it my way. Because uh, I'm going to be running out of stuff soon, I think. Unless they just keep popping up naturally. All right. Thanks, guys. Try your hardest. Do your best. <would> Trying to whistle out. Try your hardest. Do your best. <sighs> <laughs> but our strategy, to be honest, is try your hardest. Do your best. Try your hardest. Do your best. Try your hardest. Do your best. Try your hardest.
1: Get out of this fight. You're gonna help me wrap my hands, stitching up my eyes. You know that blood can blind. And them was big old boys. Had fists like cinder and stone, I dodge a blade on a dime. And they was out to cut my throat. It's a lot, it's a mark. You're gonna press down. On you, it's a haze on my head Must have been hit too hard off guard I think I'm gonna be it tonight If there's a one way out It's to swing my way through the crowd Thank you to pain That I can wrap up in You got a hold of me now Hey, that's a hell of a grip And I admit I was tanked And you could say I was pissing gin It's hard to see Even if I close my eyes It's 15 degrees I'm gonna sleep out side Cause I got no way to feel and no way to ride I'm busted laid up and dry